Hi, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode of Sharings with Shama. And today I want to talk about something that is very, very present in my life at the moment. And that is how to handle crisis when your mind is racing, when your thoughts just take you for a trip that you can't handle. How to manage this And I'm going to be as authentic as I can be and share what I can share with you. And um, before before the corona crisis happened, something happened in my life that was a crisis. That um, something happened that made consequences in my life um, very, what do you say... Palpable. I mean, um, something really like happened. I had to uh, do a lot of things, and um, it ended up with uh, relationships breaking, and uh, also financial financial um, difficulties. And, and and this happened. All of this happened before Corona. And I know many, many, many of you can relate to this. Life was not perfect or easy before Corona. And then this came. And I can say that my ability to handle the first crisis, you know, the first crisis or crisis. Uh, do you say crisis or crisis? Okay. Anyway, my first, you know, the ability to handle the first one That was okay because I have a great support network. I have my friends, I have my sisters, I have, you know, nature. I could exercise, walk the dogs and uh, I was very much, you know, planning for the future, how to proceed after this had passed and so on. And I felt very kind of free and light and felt like this too will pass. It's going to pass and I'm going to be okay. And I did what I normally do. I went, uh, you know, to the gym. I took my supplements. I added some extra uh, B vitamins and 5-HTP. And, well, uh, I communicated with my sister every day, just checking in with her. And I took super good care of me. And everything was more or less okay. Then Corona hit us all. And I was still okay to begin with. Like the first, I, I, some of my relationships got really messy because we were not aligned in time. Sweden versus the US. When we were having it, when we begin to see wow, this is going to affect us. Wow, we need to take action now. The US, they were totally calm. This was before Donald Trump did anything, you know. And when I related to, to friends I have in the US, uh, I was accused of letting my fear and anxiety hit them and they didn't want that in their life. And And that was really, it was just my concern, especially one person who I know travel a lot. And I asked, 
uh, how his work was going to be affected by this. And he's like, there's not going to be an effect and I don't want to hear your worries because that brings me down and so on. And I said that I don't, I don't think you should mistake my worry and concern for, you know, anxiety and fear because I just, uh, I'm just saying that things are radical changing here and I want to give you a heads up. But I was met with very, you know, harsh and uh, defensive uh, comments. And that was okay. I realized that that uh, we were not at the same point, you know, same spot in life. And uh, I can see that that is like, it's, it's still like that for m- many of us. We don't have the same viewpoint of how we're going to, you know, act, how we're going to, you know, manage this together. Some continue their lives just like us normal and some of us are taking big 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 measurements and that is also difficult I think I think so but I will return to that okay anyhow corona when that came my previous crisis that I was really managing well and handling well came you know it came to another level everything got really different Because now it was just not just me who had a crisis. Now everyone in my whole community is going through a crisis in some extent, you know. Some of us are really, really concerned about our finances. How are we going to survive? I have many, many, you know, independent entrepreneurs, you know, running their own businesses how, how are they going to manage? How are we going to manage? <clears throat> and then some of my friends are super concerned about their health, of course, because they're already sick. Some of us are old, so they are also worried. And I realized that now I could no longer share about my personal crisis because everyone was in a crisis. And what happened then to me, you know? I had to handle my previous, you know, emotions, feelings, crisis. I had to just, okay, contain, contain, take it in. And I realized that as the days passed, as we got more and more news and, you know, the stock market went down more and more and and the collective started to put me in a squeeze, I realized that my anxiety began to kind of uh, increase. And for me, normally, I don't have anxiety when a crisis hits me. I always go to my resources. I comfort myself and I manage. But now I realized I have no ability to handle this. How do I do, you know? So I had one week ago, I had one full day of full-blown anxiety and I just didn't know how to handle it and my normal escape routes you know to hang out with someone or go to the gym or you know um, yeah talk about this my personal uh, you know what's happening to me with someone those outlets they were closed because everyone was in a crisis and the gyms were closed and So I just realized that, okay, 
I need to do something different. What can I do? What can I do? What can I do? And I went for a run for the first time since I had my knee surgery. And it was super short. It was just 1K and it worked. I got like, you know, my nervous system down a bit. Okay, then a few days passed and I begin to worry about my financial situation. And I worry and I could wake up in the middle of the night just feeling like, well, I won't survive, you know. And how am I going to manage this? And, you know, beginning to have this uh, irrational thought that I need to, you know, I need to take a job, any job. I need to fix this. I need to fix this. And I just panic. And then like, hey, Shama, what's happening now? What changed since you went to bed last night and when you woke up now at five? What changed in your life? And I know nothing changed in my life. Maybe in the exterior world, you know, maybe the virus has hit some, you know, new level or maybe the financial in the world has, you know, whatever, you know. But in my, in myself, nothing happened, but I still woke up in panic and with anxiety. And as you really felt like, wow, 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 how can I handle this? And <clears throat> this kept on growing. The last days now, when I normally consider myself to be cool and calm and, you know, two weeks ago I said to my sister, isn't it amazing? I have become a person who can handle a crisis. And she's like, this is amazing. This is such a major breakthrough for you in your life that you are not going down mentally, that you can actually handle it. And we just like both, you know, looked at each other and said that this is, this is actually, for the rest of the world, it, it, maybe it isn't, but for, for me and for my family and my sisters, this is a big breakthrough. And now the last days I'm being like, what if, what if I can't handle it? You know, what if my nervous system, when it gets triggered by stress, fear, anxiety, it doesn't matter what it is that triggers it, if it's financial or if it's health or if it's love or if it's before I always thought it was love related. And now I can see it is not love related. This is stress related. And that's also like a wow experience for me to understand that it doesn't really matter what kind of crisis or you know potential loss it's the stress of it that triggers and okay so this morning I know why do I share about this because I know that so many of us are living in a situation that before corona came was already stressful Maybe we were compromised, you know, with our mental health or our physical health or our relationships or, you know, maybe things weren't perfect before this and now things got worse. And for some of us, it got a lot worse. I know the financial worry, you know, I know the health aspect. It's some, some kind of, you know, survival mode that we all kind of uh, involuntarily are forced into. And how do we handle this? And this is also a fact. 
in January, I spoke out loud to a few of my friends and I said, do you know what? When my youngest graduates, I'm not going to live my life as I have. I'm not going to work as I have done in the past. I'm going to create a life for me with less responsibility and more freedom. After 32 years of raising kids, more or less alone, you know, after 32 years of supporting them financially, emotionally, I'm kind of tired. And I really feel that whatever my youngest does, if she stays with me or if she, you know, moves away or travels the world or whatever she does, I'm going to let go of that responsibility to care, you know, for everything. And I'm going to live my life differently. And like one month later, this first crisis hits me and I'm, I have no longer a financial income. And I, okay, okay, that's, that's just how it is. I signaled that I wanted a change and change came. It came faster and it came in a different way than I expected, but it came. And during this first month, when I had this month to contemplate, you know, to, to react, to act, to integrate and so on, I kind of came to point that, okay, I signaled it, I told you the universe, this is what I want, and the universe gave me this change. It came in a way I didn't expect or like, but it's, it's the fact. My life is changing. Okay. But it's one thing, if it's just my life that is changing, now it isn't. It's the whole world, you know. And I can so see that this perspective that I have, that I had, me, myself, and the I perspective, everything circles around me. And what the corona crisis, you know, the corona virus has done to us all is that the me, myself, and I perspective is no longer valid. It doesn't work because everyone is worried. Everyone has a crisis. You know, everything is breaking down. And I think that is a good thing. You know, this is really like the first thing when I'm thinking about how to managing, you know, crisis when your mind is racing is really to see that, okay, what is comforting for me is to read in my book, A Course of Miracles. And I read the other day, two days ago, I read this. Um, it says, it takes great learning to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. It takes great learning to understand this. And I just felt like, wow, this is really comforting. So if I can just understand that even this is helpful, you know, my first crisis, the personal one, that is helpful. The second crisis, this global one, that is also helpful. Okay, that brings me some peace. Because I think that when crisis hits us and our minds are racing and we are consumed with fear and anxiety, we need to get back to peace. The most, most urgent thing is to come back to a place of peace when we are calm and okay. And the, 
for me, the f- first thing, you know, to, to, to handle. <clears throat> this morning I woke up and I was full of fear. I was full of negative thoughts, you know, of financial, you know, uh, issues, of relationship issues. And, you know, there was just like da-da-da-da. I, I did not even open my eyes before my mind started racing. And I just felt like this does not work. This does not work. And I, more or less, I jumped out of bed and I collected the dogs. I put on my running gear and I collected the dogs and said, doggies, let's go out. I know it's super early, but let's go out. And I went out into the sun with the dogs and we took kind of a run, walk thing on the fields. And I realized, okay, when my mind is racing, I need to take action and I need to move. I'm not going to solve anything by staying in the position and letting my thoughts go bananas, you know. That is not going to solve anything. So the first thing for me is to cut my thoughts. And the easiest way, easiest way to cut my thoughts, that is not to call a friend. That is to move and to move my body and to go out in nature and see, wow, sun, dogs, uh, you know, nature. Okay, lots of beautiful things. And, and then I just realized, okay, so Shama, can we have a little, you know, reality check here? In January, you said out loud that you wanted your life to be different. And you said also that you would prepare to invest money in this different lifestyle that you would take from the money you have saved up in the bank and actually invest that in you for six months. You said that, okay? And now the corona and the other crisis has kind of changed your situation. So instead of having July 1st, you have it more or less April 1st, okay? So it's a couple of months indifference how about instead of panicking and having lots of fear and feeling all these thoughts that you are useless you're worthless and this and that how about you begin that period now instead and you continue to look with this positive outlook on the situation you know instead of feeling all these negative feelings that you have right now You just got to snap out of it. Nothing changed, more or less, except that the world changed. But inside of you, inside of me, nothing changed. And I just felt like, okay. Because this morning when I woke up, I was like, no, I can just stop the podcast. It's just useless. And uh, Instagram, you can just log out of it. And yeah, you don't even have to contact these companies. You don't have to do that anymore because everything is just going down anyway. It was so, so, so negative. And I just felt like I, I am totally amazed of how a situation that, for example... How can it be a totally different situation if you are fired from a job or if you decide to quit? You don't have a new job. It's just the way you end the previous employment. How could that change you? You know, how can it change your value? How can it change, you know, you inside your 
you know, essence. And it doesn't. It's just our way, you know, it's a label, it's an identity. And who gives a fuck about identities? Especially these days, we are human beings, you know. We care about each other or we don't care about each other. We care about me, myself and I, or we care about each other. But we are human beings. And, you know, if there is not enough toilet paper or, you know, if there's not enough money for us or houses or whatever, you know, normally lots of, lots of people don't have toilet paper, don't have roof over the head, you know. Now what we are living is the fear that it may happen to us. And that is just an illusion. It's fictive. It's not real yet. At least not yet. So I just realized that my mind racing can create a scenario that is totally not correct. So I needed, when I was walking the dogs in the field, I needed to make a reality check. Okay, how come that today the podcast is useless, you should discontinue it? Why? What changed? You know, how come you should stop working with these projects? Why? What changed? And how come that you should, you know, dismantle this and that? What changed? And I realized nothing changed in reality, but my perception and my mind changed. Because my mind is racing. And when my mind is racing, it's not creating any good things. I'm not solving anything in my head. But as soon as I started to move... I calm down and I began to see things in a different light and I began to feel hope. Like, okay, so more or less the situation is just the same as in January. Everything just changed a little differently than you wanted or expected. It, it changed without you being in control. Okay, but it still changed the way you wanted it to change and it's for the better. Okay, because everything is helpful according to my book. And I totally trust in my book. How can you trust in a book, you think? But it doesn't matter. I would say like this, it doesn't matter what you believe in. If it's a stone or if it's God or Jesus or if it's like, uh, you know, Buddha or if it's Mother Nature or whatever, it doesn't matter what you believe in. Just let us believe in what we believe in and have faith and trust in that, okay? So the first advice I have for when your mind starts racing, you know, and you're consumed with negative thoughts, that is to move. You got to take action. You can't think yourself out of the situation. You got to take action. And to me, the best, best action is to run or walk. It's not going to the gym. It's to run or walk in nature. If you're not allowed to go out uh, these days, like in Spain, for example, you're, you're if you're in a country with total lockdown, you know, jump up and down, uh, do whatever you can. And the important thing is to actually have your heart pumping, to become a little exhausted, you know. You can dance also. Put on music, dance. Just become sweaty, exhausted, just you know, move your body because when the body moves, the thoughts minimize, you know, they kind of let go. So this is a way to just let go of negative thoughts, you know. If they hit you when you wake up in the morning, don't stay in bed. Whatever you do, don't stay in bed. You just snap out of it, jump out, 
you know, and you go and you make one other thing also that I realized that a cup of coffee to me in the morning is always helpful. Of course, it depends what, what you have, your routines and blood, you know, pressure or stuff. I have a super low blood pressure, so I know the mornings are not my best. You know, I wake up very early and if I just wake up and, and sit up or, or I just leave bed, even if it's 4.30 or 5, that's better because my blood pressure is very, very low and it uh, decreases when I sleep, which means that my brain has less oxygen and To be really helpful for me, my brain needs oxygen. That's also why the exer exercise is so important. Okay, so if you feel low and depressed in the morning or if your mind starts racing, don't stay in bed. And it's the same. If you're sitting somewhere and your mind starts racing, don't sit in that position. Move. So this is like really when your mind is racing... Don't, you got to move, you know, don't solve things in your head. And I can realize that the sooner I, I regain peace, the sooner I become calm, the more solution-oriented I am, if there is something that I actually can solve. This is also something, can I solve this situation, yes or no? I have some practical things that I can do, I sold my summer house. I need to clear out all my stuff, you know, and make it ready so the new people can take over. That is a practical thing I have to do, you know. So I go do that. That's a problem I can solve, you know. But the corona crisis, if I will ever, you know, be able to work the way I did before, uh, financial things and so on, I can't solve that, you know. So... Here's another tip, the serenity prayer. If you don't know it by now, it's really good to learn it and to say it out loud as many times as you need during the day. Dear God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. This is super important. Sometimes I wonder, did I say it right? Dear God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I think so. I say it so often and still I can't, you know, I don't know if I know it right. Well, anyhow, serenity prayer is really, really, really good. It keeps me, you know, okay, I need to accept what I can't change. Okay. Grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. I forgot the courage. This is also a thing, you know. Sometimes we need courage to change things. Sometimes it's not comfortable to change things. You know, to tell people that you need to do things differently now that you need to kind of think a little bit more about yourself maybe and you just can't continue doing what you do or so on. So I'm, I'm thinking that to really uh, do what you can so you can regain peace and do it as many, many times during the day as you need. The third thing that I want to say is reach out, you know, 
when your mind is racing, it's not really a good place to be alone with your thoughts. It's better to pick up the phone, call someone. Even to text someone is also good. But reach out when you feel that your mind is taking over, your thoughts are taking over you, and you're kind of, uh, you're spiraling up in anxiety, reach out and really share with someone. Often, 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 people, we just, we, we're just there for each other. We really, we are in one big boat. So don't stay alone with your thoughts racing. Reach out. That is super, super important. And I can also say that if it's like a personal crisis and if it's just you and you need to share about that, you do that. And I'm sure you will have lots of support from the close ones. And then there comes a time when, you know, us reaching out, needing support becomes whining and, you know, uh, we can't let it go. We just keep on, keep on in the loop about the same issues. And then I think it's good if we can <clears throat> if we can stop the sharing with friends and contact a the therapist. You know, it comes to it and you know it, you know it, I know it so well in myself that when I reach the limit for how much whining, you know, when my immediate crisis comes to an, another phase and that phase is like whining and repetition, you know in Swedish we call it at elta and then it becomes a little bitter you know there's a lot of blame often in this not taking responsibility for the situation and so on so if it's a personal crisis and you really need support you contact a therapist you know someone who can really listen and support you <clears throat> So we don't burn out our close relationships during these points. Okay, so we have like how to stop the mind from racing, manage the crisis is to move, you know, run or walk, not stay in bed or not stay sitting when the mind starts, you know, to move from that. Reach out and if... It comes to a point when you feel like you actually you shared enough with your close network. Then think about maybe you should seek professional help because that is also so helpful, you know. Get a different viewpoint, for example. Uh, meditation is good if you have if you have the ability to meditate when your mind is racing. I don't. I like I can meditate when I'm calm. But I can't meditate myself calm. This is, we are different. Some people can just sit down, meditate for 10 minutes and they become calm. I can't do that. For me, when I'm, you know, my nervous system is uh, on, affected and I am anxious. For me, it's better to meet that, you know, with activity. So, you know, a plus and a plus becomes a minus. But for some people, it's like a plus and a minus becomes a minus. So I think we're different there, but meditation is always helpful. Yoga, for example, too. I can't do yoga when my mind is racing, but I can go for a run. And then after the run, I can do yoga. And then I'm really good. A bath, 
is also very good for the nervous system. But to really feel like what kind of movement, how to bring you down. Because what we are looking for here is the mind can take over and create more anxiety and really put us in a panic situation. So we want to find ways to calm our nervous system down and to get down and calm. So I have also one thing that I do is that I, I make lists and those lists can be very, very random. Then They can include, you know, different people. They can include different problems, issues. Uh, you know, it's just lists. And I'm making uh, reality checks. I take a thought, this thought, like, okay, so da-da-da-da, uh, I'm, 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 no one will ever employ me again. I'm useless. Okay. And then I make a reality check on that thought. Okay, is that true? Have you ever been unemployed in your whole life? No. Okay, so do you have any experience about that? No, I don't. Okay, do you know anything of how hard it is for people or you? You know, do you even know? Didn't you say that you were not going to work for six months? How about taking that time then? Okay, uh, you know, and I can make a reality check. On all my thoughts, financial or relationships or, you know, and I take this relationship and I, I just make a list and then I say pros and cons. Pros and cons with issues in this relationship. Okay, what good does it bring me? What bad does it bring me? And, and I realized that when I put the pros onto every negative thought I put on my list, I have good stuff and negative stuff. And then often... Very, very often on these issues that I have, the list of the good things that this can or will give me, bring me, is actually at least as long as the negative list. So with every kind of problem and issue, there's always something good for me in that. And I can realize that, okay, in this way I can turn my thinking, I can twist my thinking around. I don't have to go down the negative path because I think that is also habitual that we are kind of disaster mode oriented. That when something happens that we consider bad, we continue with a bad thought, you know, the consequences are bad after this. Instead of just immediately saying, okay, what happened? Okay, what's the good thing coming out of this? And I really see that there is there is a lot of opportunities i'm thinking i'm like together with friends we are sharing what's the good thing about this corona virus crisis you know relationships are breaking for sure especially since we have like two two different standpoints you know it's it's almost like in sweden that we have become like two different parties like one is Super pro, just continue as normal, don't make any changes, just, you know, continue living so we won't be affected financially and, uh, you know, uh, and then we have the different, the other party who says, take precautions, be caring, you know, think about others, don't socialize, don't go, you know, to the gym and so on and be careful. And I really see that, okay, all of a sudden, people who normally relate and have more or less the same opinions, they are 
you know, dividing now. Conflicts arise because some people feel attacked and some people feel righteous. I am right now among the righteous and I'm a super pain in the ass and I have conflicts with two people. And yeah, because I think that we should care and I think they should care and I become upset when they don't and they become defensive and feel like it's up to them what they want to do. It's not my business. And of course, but at the same time, I think it's my business because I think it's the whole world's business. But, you know, so that you can see that the conflicts here arise. And the opportunity, this is like a negative thing with Corona, but the opportunity on the other side is that there are so many more people if at least in Sweden and when I look at it, there are so many more people who are helpful, who are joining hands, who are reaching out, who are communicating. You know, people long for, you know, closeness. People are longing to not be alone. And we can feel that this ordinary lifestyle, going to the supermarket, the gym, the work and everything, that kind of relations, you know, that relating is something we take for granted and it's just happening. We, it's not an active relating process. And now we have to be active. We have to say, hey, I need connection. I need to reach out. I need to talk to you. I need someone. I feel alone here, you know. I'm here alone in my apartment and I have anxiety and I don't know what to do. Help me, you know. And these feelings people struggle with normally. They just, you know, we, we, we handle our anxiety with doing all these things all day. So I think there's really, really, it's creating many, many, many more bonds, many, many new relationships, you know. People we maybe were distantly related to, now we close, you know, we, we kind of bring each other closer and I think that this love and care and support, I think we're going to change a lot. I don't think that we're going to let each other suffer, you know, and go down. I think everyone cares. And I think we are creating new clusters of communities and new ways to work. And in this crisis, there's a lot of things positive. And I think, for me at least, it's important to make a little list for that too. Like the list with the coronavirus <laughs> issue what's the pros what's the cons for me to make sense of it because I find that if my mind is racing it only goes into the negative you know the stock market crashing you know the inability to travel not going to see friends and this and that and I need to kind of make that and I also find that it's very very good to take a pen and a piece of paper and write things down because that also comes down at least my nervous system it's an action so so important to take action minds raising you know the thoughts that is not action when I say action you actually it's an activity and that's really 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 important so to stop the mind from raising take action move 
go to seeing opportunities with all the issues. And then, of course, as always, 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 when things like this happen, things that we forget, you know, we tend to look at what we lose. The fear and the anxiety is always around things we're going to lose. Especially now in survival mode, things that we think we're going to be, you know, not surviving without. And it's not going to be enough for us. Or we are too alone and so on. Then... It's so important to to see what do we have? What do I got? I don't know how many times the last week I have been, you know, when my thoughts go totally negatively bananas, that I've been counting my blessings, you know, counting my blessings, counting my blessings, counting my blessings. I spend a lot of time at home, you know, I have a home to spend time in. I spend a lot of time with my two youngest children. They are here with me. I spend a lot of time with my dogs. They are here with me. I can walk them. I can go out in the nature. I have friends I can connect to that I some I can take a walk, which is lovely, and some I can connect to through social media or through FaceTime, WhatsApp, Skype, and so on. I have also something, I have a gift that is so big for me, and that's my creativity. You know, I can create something. I can sit here and I create something. You know, I have an idea and then I can go with that idea and see where it takes me. And normally with life is so busy, I don't have the time. And now life isn't so busy, so I have the time. I have my creativity. And to to include that in my blessings, you know, I can also run right now. I have my health at the moment, so I'm super happy about that. And to really go inside and count my blessings and really feel like, hey, you, privileged woman, you have so much. And instead of focusing and letting your mind take you on a negative trip on what you're going to lose or what you already have lost, please take action, move, say a prayer, go out in the nature, run, and then you count your blessings. That's really so, so, so important. And then, after that, there's also this. I, I love this, you know. Uh, don't ask what your country can do for you. Ask what you can do for your country. And I feel that has never been as applicable before as it is today for every person in every country ask and it's not only about the country 
don't ask what other people can do for you. Ask what you can do for other people. And trust me, I'm not the best in supporting other people. I am not. I mean, I do always have done, you know, for my kids and so on. Um, but I'm not, uh, you know, the one raising, you know, my hands and going to the hospital and handling out, giving out food to the homeless and, you know, doing this little acts of kindness everywhere. I'm like, you know, I care, but I'm, I'm not this, you know, and I don't know how it would be if I, it was just me, if I had less responsibility in general, if I would be more kind of active on that side. I don't know, but now I confess I'm not. And does that mean I can't change that? You know, I can. I can change that. So right now we are putting up little notes in the elevator. We can do your shopping and so on. Uh, do you need anything? We can fix that. You know, I'm encouraging my daughters to also ask people and to be of service. And, you know, my my second youngest, she speaks to her grandmother every day now. Normally she speaks to her every second month. And, you know, caring and trying to. And it's really like everyone. And I can so see that when I reach to, out to people and ask, hey, how I'm thinking about you, how are you? Then I can have like different response. I can have the response, hey, thank you for, for thinking about me. I'm okay. We're struggling with this and that, but I'm okay. How are you? How is it on your side? And I can also, if I reach out to a person, I can also receive the response. Everything is shit. I lost all my 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 work and privately it also sucks big time. And I'm like, okay. You know, for the la latter person, you know, the second one, I really feel so much empathy because that person is really suffering. That person doesn't see anything except his own misery, which means that he's stuck with his thoughts, his negative thoughts, what he's losing. And I just felt so much, I wish I could tell him just please, please, please take a look around, see what you can do for other people. Snap out of your own head, you know. You have so much. You have lots of money in the bank. You have a big house. You have so much, you know, materialistically. And also, if you want to feel a bit more comfortable being you, take a look around and see what you can do for other people. There are so many people needing you at the moment. And I think that is also a big thing, that we think that we are not needed. No one needs me. I'm nobody. I can just, you know, fade away here because I'm useless and no one needs me anyway. And that is not true. There's so many people who needs you. And to really have, this is also what thoughts can do to us, that we minimize our own importance to other people. Trust me, I know that. I really thought myself into being nobody to no one a couple of years back. And I know that it's, you know, it's not, for some of us, it's not a far away thought. And I'm thinking so much, so much these days about all of you before this crisis happened, all of you who were struggling with, you know, lack of life joy.
who felt it's pointless. There's no point in me in this life. There's really, I'm nobody, no one loves me, and I can just as well die. I'm thinking so much about you these days. I want to say to all of you who feel that things got worse because of the corona, you know, things got worse because now people don't even have time to to care about you because now they need to care about themselves. This can also be the fact that you are one in a family where everyone is okay, but you are the one struggling with life joy. And now, you know, suddenly everyone is struggling with survival, what does that do to you? How does it affect you? And I have a big, big, big concern that our mental health is generally going to be so affected by this and how we're going to handle it. And I just want you to know that whatever happens outside in the world, it does not change you. It doesn't change who you are. You're not better or worse, you know, nothing changes you in your essence. If you lose your job now due to this, it doesn't change you. It may be really, really difficult, but it doesn't change who you are. And for me, this is so important to know that deep, deep, deep down, we are all equal. We are in this together. We are all the same. And we really, really need to for me, this, this crisis, this situation that is happening is really a calling to all of us to embrace that. We are all equal. We are all in this together. It doesn't matter what color, what gender, you know, your income, uh, where you live. You are not protected from this. And we all, you know, suffer at this point. And I think it's so important that if you have people around you If you are semi-okay, if you have your sanity, you know, if you are not affected mentally, please see, are there people who actually, you know, may not survive this due to their mental health not being good to start with? To really see that are there people that we need to be a bit more concerned about? and care more for. So, um, I don't really have a list for this, but I think it goes more or less like this. If your mind is racing with negative thoughts, move, act, take action. You know, don't sit, lie down. Take action, move, get your heart pumping, go out in nature, so, and reach out to friends and say, hey, I need support. If this goes on and goes very, very deep for you, seek professional help. I hope it's available in your country if you need it. Uh, With the issues you're struggling with, write lists, take every issue, write pros and cons, and find at least as many pros as you find cons. You know, because there are, there are. There's always a learning in everything, you know. Everything is helpful and find it, really. And then... Count your blessings. Really count your blessings. Make a list of what you do have. And really make that list as long as you can. If it's three things, good. 
If it's two, if it's one, that's good. If it's ten, it's really, really good. And then, um, last but not least, you know, what can you do for other people? That's like also one really, really big, big thing to get out of our own misery, our own situation, to really... There's always someone who has it worse than we do. And trust me, me sitting here in my living room, the sun is shining outside... I'm going to take a walk with a friend soon. You know, I'm sitting here making the podcast that I love to do. And before this morning, when I woke up, I, f- I felt like, fuck, I'm going down. I'm going down. I can't handle it. I can't handle it. And then I just realized, hey, you, you got to move, move your body and get your act together. Okay. Nothing changed since you went to sleep yesterday. Now you just walk the talk. Okay. And to really see that, okay, there are so many people out there like me. There are so many people who woke up this morning feeling like, fuck, I can't manage this. This is too much for me. I have no one. I have, you know, everything is going, you know. And I realized, okay, what can I do? I can record a podcast and give a few of my ways how to handle this anxiety when a crisis really hits me hard and my mind starts racing, what do I do? How can I handle it? And then I have to walk my talk. I really have to do this. So now I recorded this podcast. This is my way to help you, to help other people. This is what I can do. And of course I can do more. And I'm Gonna when I when I hang up with you, I'm gonna see what else I can do. I'm gonna take a walk with a dear friend Mia, and we're gonna see what we can do. You know, and uh, as always, as always, you can send me an email shamaperson at gmail.com or you can send me a DM. I love to receive your voice messages. I really, really do, and. Yeah, I want you to really, really take good, good, good care about you now. One thing I didn't, I didn't, I always put emphasis on this, and this is also the supplements, you know, the vitamins, what you need, what you eat, how you sleep. You know, if you have problems sleeping, seek help for that also, you know, because when we sleep, the body repairs itself and we calm down and... We really need sleep. This is like my mom. She was born under the Second World War. And she, I grew up with her always touching me on my shoulders uh, because they were really bony, you know. And she said, you're so skinny. You need to have... She said, there's always good to have something to, to take from. And, um, and this is really it. I feel that it's so important to handle crisis. It's so important to build, you know emotional strength and physical strength and really try to support yourself and your body and nourish yourself so we can actually handle crisis better. So if this is a period where you feel a lot of worry and anxiety and um, negative thoughts, uh, also see if you can add something to your diet. Right now I take all the supplements, you know, I take multivitamin, multimineral, I take 
um, probiotics, I take C, vitamin C, I take magnesium, I take Q10, and what else do I take? There's something more. Hmm. I can't remember at the moment. And then I take 5-HTP because that uh, uh, elevates the serotonin levels in the body. And more, more, most likely I'm going to be needing to take those for a very long time right now because I know what personality I have. You know, I know my body constitution and I want to do what I can to support myself so I can handle this, you know, so I can sit this one out and also be constructive and help the ones I can help. Okay, deep breath. I love you. If you need help, if you need support, you can always send me a DM on Instagram. If I can help you just by sharing my voice with you for a few minutes, uh, I will absolutely do that. Okay, I love you. Take really, really good care now. Peace.